0: Hi, Nate.
1: Hi, babe. Brianna. It's <laughs> babe, in my words. I know,
0: but to everybody else, it's Brianna. Yes, it is so, Brianna. Welcome back to episode two of TNT Podcast It's Entires. Um tonight we are having red wine. We're having some duckhorn decoy and
1: uh And I'm having a chocolate martini.
0: Yes, handmade by me. Yes, truly. So, cheers. Um, let's let's cheers. cheers our audience.
1: Hope everybody hears that. And cheers to you all.
0: Yeah. So we should probably preface that anyone that comes on as a guest to our TNT podcast probably better bring us some red wine.
1: Or we'll provide it to you for being a guest here. That's true.
0: That's it. We're a nice people.
1: We're nice people, and if anybody knows us. We love our martinis also. Yeah,
0: we do. We love chocolate martinis. So um, what we are going to talk about tonight, if you have not heard the first episode, I would encourage you to go back and listen to episode one, Handicap Awareness. That talks about Nate's story of being born with spina bifida, a little bit about how we connected, and also just um, different types of disabilities and some stories that go along with that. So... We did preface that the second episode was going to be called, What Did You Say? And WTF Did You Say? So that's that's our podcast tonight. And how we came up with the information, the questions for this is Nate and I sat down and talked about all of the things that people say to someone in a wheelchair.
1: Yes. And like I said, the first the first, like she said, the first podcast was kind of introduction, a little bit more serious talk. Now we'll get a little bit more fun talk, and uh, like I said, some people take things personal, but we look. This is all about having fun, um, joking around. Uh, I never took any of this personal, um, but it is it is you know what you kind of not say to a guy in a wheelchair if you don't really know them. Um, we'll get into all that.
0: So, here's one of the things that you and I have have often discussed is that we try to find humor in situations. We make it a point to laugh every day at something. Again, not in a bullying way, not in a condescending way, but just to try to find humor in everyday life. Yes, laughing is healthy. It is. And if we don't find a way to laugh, then we can easily become offended by everything.
1: Yes, that is correct.
0: Yes, so just to preface that before we start um so we we did we we sat down and and made a list of questions and i'm going to ask Nate the questions that we came up with and have him elaborate on those so the first one that you mentioned that you heard was do you have a license for that thing so i'm curious who would say this to you and where, where would they say, do you have a license for that thing? I mean, would you just be rolling down the street or I mean, where, where would you hear yes, this? Yes,
1: it could happen like rolling down the street in office or at the store. It's almost when I'm going through like an aisle, I turn around the corner and I almost hit somebody because I'm going too fast. Like <laughs> it's just that's what they say. Oh, you have a license for that because like, I'm kind of reckless sometimes. I don't like check both directions like you would in a car. And they kind of look at me like, oh, you're in a car. But I'm really not. I motorize it myself.
0: I think we could ask a lot of people, do you have a license for that thing?
1: Yes, especially Omaha drivers, right?
0: Right. They're the worst. So, (laughs) I mean, it's it's kind of funny. It's tongue in cheek. Okay, you're coming around an aisle pretty pretty hot and fast. Almost hit somebody. Almost crashed. Do you have a license for that thing? Right?
1: Yeah. Right. But how many people come around a corner too fast in a car? How many people come around the corner too fast when they're running around. It's just, I don't know why people always think that just because I'm in a wheelchair, has four wheels. Like, yes, I'm moving with my arms. I'm, I'm, I'm not in a car, but... Do people yell to window? Do you have a license for that? When you're in a car, like you're, you're making dumb moves on the road. <laughs> I
0: think I think we should we should be able <laughs> yeah. to ask people that question. I think
1: we have I think we should have a bumper sticker on, on a wheelchair, like Do you have a license for that? Or oh, on the on the side of our window or the back window of our car. Do you have yeah. a license for that?
0: I think I think that's a great idea. So another thing, just to I mean, it, that follows that question is slow down before you get a speeding ticket, which is more of a statement than a question, obviously. Um, Which I'm I'm guessing is probably in the same. It's it's
1: in the same kind of position where almost run over somebody, not paying attention, or back up. We always get told in uh, wheelchair sports check your shoulders, but I don't always do that. So and 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 then Brianna has this dog like he always like to sit behind me, and I don't know why why dogs always do this, but they like to go underneath my wheelchair. They
0: hide. They, they hide. hide. under your wheelchair. I like
1: think it's like their safe haven. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like maybe when they're in their kennel, they feel safe. Under my wheelchair, they feel safe, but they know they're not caged.
0: Yeah. They're uh, confused, but they're safe.
1: Yeah. Underneath yes. me. So I think I'm going to protect them.
0: I do think we need to back up just, just a little, little bit. We, for those that are just tuning in maybe to episode two. Mm-hmm. One of the things um, that we established in the first episode is is the three things that we want to accomplish in, in every podcast episode, yes. and that is disability awareness, yep, spreading positivity.
1: And that's going to be the main parts of this episode is spreading positivity, laugh, have fun, not take anything personal.
0: Right. And overcoming obstacles. So when we look at these questions... There are some things that you probably did have to overcome that you didn't foresee. You'd be asked, right? I mean,
1: yes, some of them came at a surprise, and you know, you got to be, you got to be ready for any and every question you get asked.
0: So I do remember a couple of really funny things. One of them is that you attended a coworker of ours' wedding, and. You <laughs> <laughs> and I think fairy nectar was on tap that night. And and you yes. had quite a few fairy nectars. And I think you fell out of your wheelchair.
1: Yeah. I gotta let you guys know. So you think of that as easy because I don't ever have to walk in a straight line. I don't have to walk, I people stumbling through. Sometimes it's not even it's not easy to be intoxicated in in a wheelchair even though you're sitting down you don't have to walk your arms don't your arms kind of work <laughs> like your legs they well, stumble around go in the wrong direction you <laughs> feel like you're brave going down some stairs you're really not capable of doing that
0: and your center of gravity is probably really off right i mean the that's... balance
1: is off just like you're stumbling the balance is off
0: so i was i was not at this wedding but i do remember hearing stories of you falling out of your wheelchair and people like coming over to your rescue. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh, what happened to this guy? Like he he <laughs> fell out of his wheelchair. But then our friends were laughing at you yeah. and pointing because they're I, like, Oh, it's Nate. He <laughs> fell. We're I good. heard
1: this later on because I was intoxicated, so I just heard this later on that everybody was so worried about me. They turned toward friends that really knew me, and they were laughing so hard. So they're they're probably like, Gosh. That was, those are these people are dicks <laughs> like this guy in a wheelchair is on the ground like I mean, what, like he tried to go downstairs yes that's his fault and that's funny I wish I would have saw it that's what they said they wish they would have saw me fall and <laughs> our
0: friends are probably like just leave him he'll be fine he'll be fine he'll, he'll, he'll get, get up
1: he'll get up, he'll get up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so um he, that kind of leads into another statement or question or what did you say is nice to see you out So when you and I were talking about this, this was primarily in your days living in Vegas Mm -hmm. and you'd be out at the clubs. You'd be with your best friend who is a promoter. I mean, you'd, you'd be out and, and people would say things like, nice to see you out. So I asked you, I'm like, well, did you take that as more of, um, it's, it is nice to see you out. And you're like, no, I knew what they meant. What does that mean?
1: So, at first, that was that was one of the toughest questions or toughest statements that I had toward me. Because I've always liked to go out. I always wanted to go out. I always wanted to have fun. But the issue is, is a lot of people don't see people in wheelchairs or with disabilities out having fun. Like, when I went out, very rarely you see more guys in wheelchairs out. I don't know why, but... Guys, everybody that has a disability in a car accident, born that way, get out, have fun. They, we need to see more people go out, and have fun at the clubs, like at a party or anything like that. Well, what go, do you,
0: what do you think stops people? I mean, let's let's be honest. Maybe it's they're probably maybe not... they're
1: embarrassed. Maybe they're uncomfortable. Um, maybe they feel like they don't belong there, um, but always feel belong because I've never, besides a few instances at. In Las Vegas, where I wasn't respected, everybody was getting out of my way. I had a few people always, if it's a big crowd, you know, get me through wherever I wanted to do. Uh, the The security there was always good with good to me, make sure I was okay. So everybody should just go out and have fun because nothing should let you be. That should uh, hold you back because uh, let's see more guys in wheelchairs, more people with disabilities out and having fun. That's my main thing because that was the hardest for, thing for me to hear. Like, what do you mean it's nice to see me out? What should I be doing? I'm just like anybody else in this club right now, out having fun. Just because I use wheels or a wheelchair to get around, just like you use legs to get around, I'm the same person. I'm the, uh, There's nothing limiting me to what I can do. So uh, I didn't really take nice to see you out the right way, right away. I didn't sound that very humor, humorous. um, But I didn't get mad about it. I thought about it, you know, they didn't mean it in a bad way. But like I said, everybody should just have a good time. And I'm just like anybody else going out.
0: So you had some good friends, good people around you that made you feel welcome and comfortable when you were out in the club. Let's say for instance, that somebody is sitting at home right now, and they have maybe gone through a life transition, they're now in a wheelchair, mm-hmm. or maybe they have a prosthetic, or maybe they have, I don't know, something that hinders them. Yes. What can somebody do as a friend, as a partner, spouse, whatever, to make that person feel more comfortable? What 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 can they do to help them?
1: Just tell them to come out. Convince them to come out and have a good time. And once they do that, it's just about getting them to go out. Once they get out, they're going to have fun. Once they go out, they're like, oh, why didn't I do this sooner? It's just a lot of people have respect for those people with disabilities or abilities um, of people that come out. So I, I just plead that everybody that stay home, they don't feel like they belong, please come out because you do. And you. everybody wants to see you have fun. Once you see nobody wants to see you home, depressed, come out, or like I said, make a comment on this podcast, reach out to me. I will do everything possible, everything that I can to get you to go out, maybe meet meet up with you, you know, and and talk to you to get you, to get you to come out. Just please, you know, take that opportunity. If somebody asks you to go out, to go out and find those close friends, find those people that are close to you and keep that circle tight.
0: So here's something that reminded me of a situation. You and I were out to lunch one day, probably a few months ago. Yeah. And there was an older gentleman that was there with his wife. And I was he in a power chair? Do you remember that when we were out and it was his first time out with his prosthetics?
1: Yep, yep, yep.
0: And he wanted to show, he said, this is my first time being out. Showing my legs. Yes. And he was very... Res- I mean, he, he was nervous. You could tell. Yep. He was nervous about it. But he was like ready to come out and show like, hey, this is who I am. Yep. And there's... People can accept me or not accept me. Let's talk about that a little bit. Because he stopped you and talked to you.
1: <laughs> he was actually in the bathroom. In the handicapped stall the same time I went to go to the bathroom. He... He came out of the stall and he goes, oh, I, he, we started talking in the in the bathroom. And he was he would just – and that's what, exactly what he said, what Brianna just said. What – this is – when I first came out with a prosthetic leg, a fake leg, I, I was embarrassed to show my legs. I never went out. And that almost gets me emotional because I love when people just take that step forward to just – showing who they are. I got into an accident. This happened to me. I'm still the same person mentally. I'm still that same person. I am just having one little obstacle that I'm overcoming. I want people to acknowledge that, accept that, respect that. And if you see somebody in a wheelchair, if you see somebody that has a fake leg and they're having a hard time, you don't have to ask them for help, but say hi to them. Make them feel comfortable around you. But it was to the point where we were having a conversation. And his wife, I believe, came into the bathroom to make sure he was okay.
0: Oh, no. She saw two two handicapped guys in the the bathroom.
1: (laughs) She goes, knocked on the door. Are you guys okay? Is he okay? (laughs) (laughs) He goes back and yells back and says, Yes, I, f- I found another guy in a wheelchair here. Like, I, I I wasn't I, I wasn't expecting that. So we probably had like a fifty minute conversation in the bathroom.
0: Strength the numbers. Strength the numbers. <laughs> strength the <in> numbers, <laughs>
1: like, oh, another guy in a wheelchair coming the same time that I'm gonna be. <laughs> like, like it was just funny when you call him he started laughing too. And I just love making people laugh and, and enjoy them enjoying life and his him being the first time coming out with his, his fake leg. What a moment to have and to talk to him and have that conversation and then joke around that his wife came to find him. And he just said to his wife, I, I just, I met another guy in a wheelchair. We had to talk.
0: <laughs> I think that's so funny. And one of the things that we had on our list was people would say, I feel sorry for you. And I mean, we're kind of taking a serious turn in this middle portion here, mm-hmm. but th- there's some funny things coming. Um I feel sorry for you. Like it's it's a pity situation. I don't think anybody that has been through something traumatic, whether it's physical or emotional or mental, nobody wants pity. Nobody no. wants somebody to feel sorry for them. No. So, I guess what what is something better that we can say? I mean, I remember when I met you, Nate, I mean, we worked together and I asked you. I said, "I don't know if I'm out of line in asking this, but what happened? Like, yes. why are you in a wheelchair?" and And your response to me was, "I don't mind people asking.
1: You can ask as many questions as you want. Now, you, that's me. So you always got to be careful and ask people what's wrong because it could have been traumatic. It could have been something that was very hurtful. It could have been a, a very bad situation." So just be very careful when asking somebody that to see how they react.
0: So what's the right way to do it? I mean, I asked you, I think I specifically asked you, were you in an accident? And yes. you said no, I was born with spina bifida. Mm-hmm. And I I gathered that from some from a little bit because I had met one of your siblings who is able bodied, tall. Yeah. And and I I suspected that something had happened, right?
1: Yeah. And you don't ever want to assume anything. And you can always ask those questions. Have you been in an accident? But what if somebody was in a bad accident, terrible accident? The first thing you could always say is, I am not mean to disrespect you. I'm not re- mean to you know say anything wrong. And please tell me if I am. But then tell them, may I ask what happened to you? Because I have respect for you. I have um, love for you. And if they want to talk to you like that, that's great. But don't take it personal, you know. I know sometimes it's it's hard to talk about it if something bad happened, but... Do you think it's okay? I mean, is it okay to ask a
0: complete stranger? I mean, I knew you through work, so it was a little different that we had interacted before. But, I mean, let's say that, you know, you're in a situation where you're in a restroom or you're in a confined space or you're... Meeting someone for the first time, maybe at an an event or a dinner party or something, and you and you see someone with a physical impairment, yeah. is it okay to ask them?
1: I think it's what o- happened. Yeah, I think it's okay to ask them what happened, but don't lead a conversation to that. Talk to them first, see how they're doing, what are they up to, you know. Create a general conversation with them first, and then maybe, maybe even a thirty seconds or a minute down in the conversation, you can ask them. May ask what happened. I'm not meaning to disrespect you and if you don't want to answer you, please don't. But I'm just wondering what happened. And, you know, I have respect for you, I want to love for you. And they just want to know what happened. Sure. I mean, they don't mean anything bad by it. Right. But just don't lead a conversation to a stranger by asking them what happened.
0: that oh, makes sense. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And um Okay, so I, I think we're gonna we're gonna kind of switch gears and, and talk about some funny stuff.
1: Yeah, there is some <laughs> off-the-wall the stuff we the, should there say There's
0: some funny questions. And and I'll preface this. Um, my friends have asked some of the questions that some random strangers have asked, and not everything is comfortable to talk about. Not so, everything is comfortable. Mom, dad, close your ears. <laughs> Kids, close your ears. <laughs> yes, and
1: before we get into that. Also what other what other thing that come up or comes up is when people want to open the door for you and you can let them open the door. I mean there's nothing wrong with they just want to help. But there's been instances where you can say if you're able to how about I open the door for you. That doesn't mean anything bad to them but you know show the ability that you do have. It's not going to mock them, it's not going to do anything but but just don't get upset if they try to hold the door for you. They're just trying to be nice. They're trying to be helpful, because they, honestly, there's a lot of people that don't know your disability, don't know your abilities either. So just don't, just don't take that the wrong way.
0: I agree. I mean, there's been numerous times you and I have been out, and if I'm walking behind you, and somebody's in front of us, and they see you coming, they hold the door open. Mm-hmm. I think that. It's most just, most people want to help people, right? Yeah. Most people want to be good, decent human beings, and, and even pace, if you're
1: able-bodied, right? I mean, if somebody's going through the door right behind you, you hold the door,
0: right? I mean, it's no different than a man holding the door open for a woman, or a you know younger person holding the door open for someone older, right? I mean, like I, it's a, just a respect like issue. Like if I'm
1: if I'm in my truck, if uh, Brianna gets in my truck. But she's on her way, I have long enough arms that I open the door for her, or at least unclick the door, or unlock the door, to open it so she can get in. It's yeah. just, it's a proper way to do it, and it's everybody respect. everybody that wants to do it is just respectful and wants to help. Yeah.
0: Good thing you were born with long arms.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. But then we can go forward with uh, mom okay. and dad, you know, closing the ears. Yeah.
0: So... I think most of this probably happened while you were in Vegas. Most of these questions that we that we talked about.
1: Yes, because, so, you know, Sin City.
0: I, yeah. I'm going to let you, I, I'll read the questions. Okay. And you answer to your comfort level. <laughs> okay.
1: That's dangerous.
0: <laughs> hey, it's your comfort level. So uh, one of the questions that people would ask, and you had a great response for, is can you pop a wheelie?
1: Yes. I can pop a wheelie. Always. I went through long bridges where I was dared by my father. I popped a wheelie. I think it's, is it the Royal Gorge or oh, in Colorado? The Gorge Bridge or.
0: Oh man. Math. Geography. Just not, not, my, not, not the, my thing. Not, not thing. my thing. <laughs> not my
1: thing. But a big long bridge. I think it's in Colorado. You guys, you can comment down. If you if, if you know what bridge that is, it's in Colorado. But I think my dad bet me to do a wheelie all the way across, and I could. So I, I went all the way across, two wheels, and, you know, the competitive spirit on me, I, I did it. But the pop a wheelie, if I got told that in in Las Vegas to a girl that's just randomly coming up to me, oh, I could pop a wheelie, I could also pop a hard on. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, sure, that went no, over well. <laughs> no fear. And then... <laughs> Okay, so they, they get all red in the face, like, "Oh, what did he just say?" Like, "Well, you just what asked-
0: did you say? WTF? Yep, what did you, you just say? say?" Yeah, that 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 would be the title of our podcast. So,
1: I mean, if they want to ask ways. if they just want to ask a question like that, like we're at a club having a good time, can you pop a wheelie? Like, um, yeah. Sometimes your whole drive is to make people uncomfortable, <laughs> get red in the face, and then see what their response is. <laughs>
0: sure. I mean, you might as well have some humor in this
1: situation, for sure.
0: So, another thing that people have said to you is you're good looking for being in a wheelchair.
1: It's, I'm like, you know, I, I what does say, that mean?
0: <laughs> well, okay. So, you know, I, I have a friend that I follow on Instagram. And one of the things that, I mean, she's a little bit thicker, right? Uh-huh. But she's extremely in shape, has a gorgeous figure, beautiful face. And she commented one time on her Instagram, that men would say to her, "You're beautiful for being a bigger woman." What? I mean, it, you're <laughs>
1: still a human being,
0: right? So you're Wh- good looking is, for being in a wheelchair. You're good looking for being a bigger, thicker girl. What, what does what, that have to do with what your? What is that?
1: What does that have to do with your face?
0: <laughs> Nothing.
1: Like yes, I was born. I couldn't walk, but yeah, my face is my face is messed up. Like, what does that have to do with how good looking you are? You can be a good looking. If you're a midget, you can be good looking <laughs> if I don't know if anything else. I mean, you can be good looking anytime. Like We're not good looking. We're not good looking. Though. Right? I, 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 I honestly It's interesting. That, so how that's did you answer, things, or
0: what did you say when people would say things like that to you?
1: Well, honestly, I just said thanks. <laughs> okay. But in the back of my mind I'd be like What was the point of that? Why did you even tell me that? And I'm not like conceited or anything like that where I'd be like, Oh yeah, I'm good looking <laughs> But I'm like what's the point of telling me that? Do you tell all these able bodied guys, Oh, you're good looking for being able to walk? <laughs> that's that's not that's not the <laughs> Like, why?
0: <laughs> yeah. Wow. You are a really sexy walker.
1: I, Let me yeah. tell you. Yeah. I mean, you're rolling down there. You're looking sexy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's so interesting. I, it's crazy what people say. They, they speak before they think. Mm-hmm. So, all right, we're, we're going to get a a little bit <laughs> deeper into this. A little this. bit deeper. A little bit deeper. Okay. So. Well, this one, is your significant other in a wheelchair? You said you've heard that quite a bit, right? I mean, just people would ask.
1: And respect to all those guys in wheelchairs with disabilities or anybody that has a girlfriend, wife, fiancé with a girl in a wheelchair. But, you know, I, I I, I just would rather be with a significant other that's able to walk or... And do that because what if things are high up? What if things that I can't do that you're able to walk that I mean, never say you can't do it. But I'm only five, six,
0: I can't reach a lot.
1: I know, but you can climb on the counters, you can do this, you can get on the cupboard, you can do you can reach this and true, sure. mow the lawn without a rider.
0: You know, I really don't like mowing, so I mean, <laughs> we, you know, here's the cool that's thing that's what <laughs> we can hire things done. We can hire. Something. This day and age,
1: that's what we love. We can yeah. hire things to be done. Like, what if there's a light bulb that's out? Or the worst thing is, what if the fire alarm <laughs> it does that little ding or noise or high pitched noise when the batteries are low? Wait, what do we do?
0: Well, we we know what we do because I've cooked, and the fire alarms have gone off. So luckily, but I can always
1: wave a towel and it's going to go off.
0: Right. Luckily, I'm able to but stand if, on a chair. You're able, your, your long go go gadget arms can like wave a towel. Thank
1: God for the go go gadget right. arms.
0: Right. I mean, so there, there are options.
1: But if that thing is low battery, that thing does not stop even if you wave a towel.
0: That is true. So, okay. So that's the significant other part. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The question that everybody asks right? Yep. Everybody has asked you at some point.
1: Yeah, multiple times. Does
0: (laughs) it work?
1: Does it work? (laughs) And the answer to my, to that question, I mean, does, how many people want to know this?
0: (laughs) It's weird. Do we ask like other people? Does, does it work? I mean, do we? No. No.
1: Like, just because I sit down in a wheelchair, I mean, that does, doesn't mean it doesn't work. I mean. So
0: I think we j- I let's just leave that one to everyone's imagination. Let's, How let's, about that?
1: Yeah, let's just leave it right there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: And I know there's probably a lot of people that may want to know, but sorry. We're <laughs> but, just going to keep going, let you think about it, and we're going to move on to the next one.
0: Okay, but when girls would ask you that in Vegas at yeah. the clubs, what would you say to them in response?
1: Want to try it? <laughs> And they would just like turn around and be all red in the face too. Just love to make people uncomfortable. You asked a dumb question. I'm going to respond that way for you to be uncomfortable.
0: I love it. Okay. So here's another part of that too is that you said men would not find you as a threat in Vegas because you'd be out on the dance floor. You'd be dancing. Women would come up to you. Husbands and boyfriends would almost push women your direction like, oh,
1: Go dance with him. Feel feel sorry for him. He's no threat. Hey, how about you just go dance with them? Go dance with them until they got a little reckless and they'd be like, oh, like grab them off me. I'll grab grab them off me for give me a lap dance or something like that. Like, oh, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, or dance with me, like shaking their butt. Like, what are you doing?
0: (laughs) Yeah. So. Whatever, <laughs> um,
1: but then it's just like, why would you even think that? Let your wife dance with him. Do you let him go to a able-bodied person? Oh, go dance with them.
0: They no. might. You never know.
1: No, like,
0: yeah. Okay, so I I do remember a story that you told me about you and your best friend in Vegas, mm-hmm. and one of the things that I think a bartender said to your friend
1: yeah this this got me a little bit angry so well we went to the club and a girl walks up to me and says has anybody danced with your friend because he has two disadvantages he's in a wheelchair and he's black i'm like who says this i'm like i i i literally said get away from me Mm-hmm. I don't deal with that. I don't, I mean, I don't deal with that kind of disrespect. It's not like if you disrespect, I want to disrespect you, but how about you respect somebody that want you want respect from? So I went to a manager cause we knew a manager there. Um, and says, this girl just said this, she was immediately kicked out. They yeah. don't deal with it. They don't deal with it, but I just don't wear people and their in their mind think to say that to somebody and you know, that's a, that that's discrimination first of all and race sure. at the same time mm-hmm. and we don't deal with that no and we're not going to deal with this on this podcast either because that's that's not part of this and we never will be part of it and we will shut that down immediately
0: so i think we we can address all three things with that particular situation one is that handicap awareness, mm-hmm. disability awareness, um, saying something like that is just really it's it's not cool. I mean that it just boils down to why would you bring something up about somebody in a wheelchair and the race? Second of all, how is that spreading positivity? Right? I mean, it's
1: it's, it's spreading negativity it to is. the max.
0: Yes, and then the third thing on that is overcoming challenges I mean there's going to be times where you're you amongst many other people are going to hear things that are not okay and there's and you gotta
1: t- sometimes take it with a grain of salt because you're just like who said this okay like they don't deserve to be in my life they don't deserve to talk to me I'm not going to give them the time of the day so why be bothered by it if you don't want to give them the time of day Right. You move on and you talk to those people that do respect you and do talk to you right in the right way.
0: Right. And, you know, I, th- I think one of the things you do really well is you're good at making people feel comfortable in your space. Mm-hmm. I think when people meet you for the first time, you usually say something to get them laughing. Yes. And so I, I would encourage people to think that way if they have a challenge make light of it make some humor about it get people to feel comfortable and wh- what do you what do you say what are your favorite kind of little quips to say what do you how do you break that ice so when people are in your space they feel comfortable so, I'll give and an laughing. example yes. I'll
1: step in real quick Oh, wait I'll wheel in cuz ah. I can't step Oh that's cute <laughs> So a lot of times like my first interview I first interview at my current job now when I first I, I, when I first got interviewed for it and it was like a cold during the winter um, cold in the office I go in there and one of the managers says when they're interviewing me says "Oh my feet's cold and that's why I'm cold I'm like I don't have that problem I can't feel my feet <laughs> like in, right when I first met him, right in the middle of the interview, or close to the beginning of the interview.
0: I mean, were they like jaw dropped, or were they like, "Oh gosh, this guy's funny"? <laughs> they, like
1: they they chuckled a little bit, but they didn't know what to do. <laughs> right. Like, wh- what do I say to that? Right. So a lot of times, if you know the friends that know me, Brandon's friend that knows me, they know I make fun of myself. Um, I know to try to just tell them I'm open minded. They can they can say a joke. Um, but for instance, there's times and this just happened and I'm not sure if I told you Brandon, but somebody came into work and one of the, and I work at a bank. So one of the tellers told me, Oh, where's Hot Wheels at? He should know me. He knows me. So he'll know that I said that they told me who it was. I had no idea who this guy was. And to put you Wait, know, so he
0: to, called you Hot Wheels? Yeah,
1: calls me Hot Wheels. Okay. And to defend me, which I very respect for this teller, like saying his name is Nate. And he 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 got quiet like Oh, just tell him that I said hi Hot Wheels. Like, no, his name is Nate. So if you don't know me, I'm not Hot Wheels. I'm Nate. Right. In the professional environment, I can make fun of myself. I, the my coworkers, they can make jokes. My manager can make jokes. They know me. We're having a good time. But somebody coming into a professional environment, call me. My name is Nate. I would agree. Uh, and I, I have a title. Mm-hmm. I'm helping out, helping you out, do anything, you know, make account mains, loans, or anything like that. But my name is Nate. In that in that situation.
0: Well, it's interesting that people someone felt like they could nickname you without knowing you and i don't know if you remember this but we went to a restaurant probably about a year ago mm-hmm. six, yeah close to a year ago and the guy was calling you wheels and i i was sitting there thinking like you don't know him i mean yeah. it, you're not friends it's a little different i mean i, mean, I, mean, s- I know people probably I mean, have s- the best intentions
1: they do, and but you and don't you can't, nickname, and you can't get mad about it. You don't want to make a scene, but at the, at the back of your mind, you are like wheels. Like that's how I get around. Am I supposed to call him legs? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> like yeah, wheels legs. How you doing? <laughs> like, like come on.
0: Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm sure you probably could have come up with the, several nicknames for him. <laughs> and you know, it, it's it's interesting that people just. feel they either feel really comfortable or really uncomfortable Mm -hmm. because it, and I mean, this is unrelated, but it's kind of the same feeling is I remember when I was a waitress and I was younger and I was pregnant with our first child, Mm -hmm. not yours and mine, but (laughs) my first child. Yeah. And one of my regulars was like, Oh, how far along are you? And I thought, Oh my gosh, I am barely 2 months along. So, I mean, clearly I was I was showing maybe a little bit, but I thought you don't know if I had a big lunch,
1: right? Yeah, like ladies and gentlemen, there's times where it's better to say nothing.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And and then so I actually was pregnant and I was like, wow, this guy is like really paying attention to me or I I do have some physical I'm showing. And then I remember another time after I had our second child, I was probably still carrying some weight and looked six months pregnant. Um, but I was in an elevator and this guy was like, how far along are you? And I I was like, well, eight months postpartum. <laughs> that's sometimes
1: where you can take somebody down. So that's just like you don't ask a woman how old they are. Like-
0: right. I mean, there's just certain things you just, you just don't say. And it, it's great to have humor. It's great to... Have conversation. It's good to feel comfortable with people, but if you are not sure, err on the side of caution.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: right. If, kind of
1: think before you react. Think before you say something. I always got taught that by my dad. Think before you talk.
0: <laughs> right. But you do say some funny things. I, I mean, mean, we we can joke and we can have fun, and oh yeah. especially you and I, like we like to make people feel comfortable, mm-hmm. and so you know, I'll I'll say things to you in front of them in know. front of your
1: friends I, I get it it's all about fun and humor to make light of everything um right i don't mean don't take it too seriously don't take it to heart you can may think in the back of your head like why is he saying this to me but just take it with a grain of salt don't make a scene don't make anything people sometimes don't say the smartest of things and they don't think before they talk
0: right so two things that I thought were pretty funny is the first time that you met my family and you said to my dad, I'd stay, stand up and shake your hand. But
1: I mean, we, we can't talk <laughs> about a situation that did happen. So at my, at Lexus of Omaha, um, it, and everybody made jokes you know, I, I respect everybody there. Uh, everybody was having fun. So corporate came, saw me in my office <laughs> One of my managers says, Well, he could, he would shake. He's too rude to, sh- to stand up and shake your hand. <laughs> I was behind my desk. The, the corporate guy had no idea I was in a wheelchair. They couldn't see the wheelchair. So they're like, Okay, I shook my hand, shook his hand. I'm sitting down. So <laughs> I had to go talk to my general manager shortly after that, after they were all in his office. So at this time, I'm exposed. Right. <laughs> so. I come in my wheelchair. You just saw the, you should have saw the, the face of the guy that was at corporate. <laughs> he was like, I could see him. I could read his lips. You dick. <laughs> <laughs> you just said this to me. I had no idea. I mean, I just almost was like started laughing, almost crying. Like yeah. <laughs> the way I saw this guy react, he had no idea. So I mean. Just make fun of everything. I mean, you don't. No, take don't a, make
0: fun. Just make light and and positivity. Have a sense of humor. We're spreading positivity
1: and humor. Yeah. Yes.
0: So, I yeah. I mean, there are a lot of funny stories. I mean, and it's, I mean,
1: we could go on and on and on. Right.
0: Right. I mean, I I like to be silly with people and be like, yeah, the third leg works.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean, it's just. I mean, being me my
1: being my girlfriend, she can say a lot of stuff. I mean, <laughs>
0: right. It's just fun. So. I think, um, I think we end the episode here. I, yep. I think we end it here. And one of the things that we want to do is preface what's coming in episode three. Yeah. So we are going to talk about um, the title of episode three is from Tinder Screwed to Coupled. And we are going to talk about...
1: That should be fun.
0: Dating apps.
1: Another fun episode. Oh. If you guys enjoyed this one, it was a lot of fun. We're going to keep on having fun. Thank you for listening.
0: Yeah. But, but uh, I would I want to encourage anyone listening to this that does have a real question um, whether it be for you or about people in general with disabilities or just I mean appropriateness. I think this is a really great platform to just open that up I is, mean is it, because be there's a, no judgment there yeah, we're, there's we're, no
1: judging there's no everybody's equal. Uh, we take everybody's questions equally. And if you want to speak out, speak out, right? Please,
0: right. Um, I would, I would rather have you answer somebody's question that might feel a little uncomfortable, mm-hmm. rather than have them say something in a situation that puts them in a really uncomfortable situation. Yes. And I also think um, you're thick-skinned enough to handle anything oh, yeah. after mean, after you, all of these kind of questions. Yep. Yeah. There's probably nothing you haven't heard. So um, we are going to sign off. We're going to cheers. And we're going to thank you for listening to episode two. Yeah,
1: appreciate you all. Keep listening. We'll keep on having fun, spreading that positivity, fun, humor. And we look forward to the future episodes.
0: Cheers. We'll see you next time. Cheers.